Hello and welcome to Aboriginal Way. I'm Kalia Alice with you for the next half hour. And on today's program, our guest is Ghana Elder Geoffrey Newchurch. He has been busy recently organising a repatriation program for his community, which means bringing the remains of their elders that have been stored in institutions in the UK are coming back to their community um, very soon. So we chat to Geoffrey Newchurch about his involvement in the repatriation program for the Ghana community. First up though, here is Baker Boy, Mr Ladi Dadi. Baker Boy there with Mr Ladi Dadi. You're listening to Aboriginal Way. And I spoke to Ghana elder Geoffrey Newchurch about his work with his community um, to bring back the remains of Ghana ancestors which have been stored in institutions overseas uh, for many, many years and they're finally being returned to their country. And and Jeffrey gives us a little bit of an insight into the process that has gone into um, collecting the remains and bringing them back to their country. And here is Jeffrey Newchurch. Uh, Jeffrey Newchurch from... Uh Ghana Nation Cultural Heritage Services and Ghana Yurta, chair of both organisations and also a main driver in the uh, programme around returning our old peoples to country, repatriation. And there's been a lot of activity in that space um, recently. Can you tell us about what's coming up? Well, on the back of the tennis and dunes return to country from our old peoples overseas, uh, more recently, the UK collections have been returned to country, and uh, I was privy with uh, Doug Miller and Uncle Peter Buskin to go down Netley when they brought the Narunga collections back to Netley. But unlike uh, other nations where they don't do return to country programs, we had a community meeting, and Ghana decided that they wanted to go over Canberra and uh, bring those old people back. So it's been a few months in, in, in the making, but one of the aspects of that is getting that uh, impact investment, social investment from the state government, uh, SA Museum, Old Fast Bay Council being uh, too privy, given that they were Providence from Old Fast Bay Council, the Lord Mayor and Council-elect uh, had a council meeting a couple of months ago and anonymously voted to work with Ghana on returning them to Kingston Park. And so for your community, this is a very big deal. How does it make you feel, as a Ghana elder, to be having um, your old people returned? Well, it's emotional for me because years ago, when there were a lot of elders that don't live, when we had these conversations with the museum, I was entrusted to, you know, push this conversation to, you know, making sure what happens. You know, that's the simplicity of it. You know, people 
say their intent is all there, but, you know, what's in that content and how do you substance that content around actions? And that's one of the things that I do best is I action making sure these people... And, you know, it's not alone. Getting that support of others, you know, I mean... You know, the state government are slowly coming around, especially the Attorney-General's office, uh, Department of State Aboriginal Affairs, their heritage branch, you know, starting to develop a great, better relationship. SA Museum, that relationship is now blossoming where they see, you know, let's do it from according to Aboriginal people, where we haven't been in that position. It's always been accorded to a they want to do business. Your cultural heritage, your cultural ways of doing business is accorded by the white man system, not accorded to the Aboriginal peoples. So you can see a change in the way that these institutions are approaching the importance of bringing these remains back. What does it mean now that they'll be taken out of those institutions and actually being given a ceremony in the traditional Ghana way? Yeah, well... uh that's what it's to me, you know, they're, they're, they're in jail locked away. I mean, that's the only way to describe it. But, you know, to be returned to country, because working with the wider non-Aboriginal community and working with our own community together allows us to start healing. That's the most added value, is we need to heal. And we can't, as Aboriginal people, heal alone. We need the wider community, and this is not only government, this is those community people because they add strength to that value. And, and you know, like I said, giving giving roles and de- de- designating those roles to your community members because not all Aboriginal people are in favour of this. You have, you know, the negative or you have, you know, the taboo within our society, but it needs to be done. And it needs to be given responsibly over to our younger people so they know there's a program going and they don't have to go through the bullshit the the frustrations the angst anger of why what and how it's done they have a program and they have a way forward so that's for me why it's important and we have a duty of care so once you go to Canberra and bring the remains back, you'll be where? Where will the ceremony take place? At Kingston Park, Brighton Caravan Park. Uh, we've worked very hard with the old fast Bay staff, the museum, and you know, uh, Department of Commonwealth and Arts, Canberra, AATSIS. We've uh, been ably supported by private companies. Lendlish has been a great contributor with us. Uh, Narrative staff at the department have been great, relaying that message not only to the Attorney-General but also to the Premier himself who who has earmarked that he wants to, you know, progress repatriation. So having, having, you know, that position from the Premier, you know, working with the Aboriginal community around repat, given that what we've got in our local ground, local museum down at Netley because this is, you know, the reality. Our, our communities and the wider community don't know what we got in our backyard. Netley is, you know, one of the largest and most beautiful collections out and it's got one of the highest numbers of Aboriginal people interned in, in 
a dark room. It will it be open for the public to come and to share? Uh, most definitely. I think you know. I mean, tennis in June. It, it opens up to the wider community and those support because without getting that uh, support, Aboriginal people haven't got the mechanisms. And you know, the importance of that is you know together the healing. That's why the, you, you've also got the process of educating each other, not only the non-Aboriginal community, we as Aboriginals need to be educated, made aware. And most importantly for me is that position of our young people, because that's where we've lacked in the past, and not only Aboriginal people, non-Aboriginal people, but we need to empower those young people, engage them in a better way, and allow them to take, you know, their position, their right reserved position and build that into our future for our grandchildren. It was NAIDOC week last week and I saw you coming down holding the banner and, and up on the uh, steps of Parliament House and the theme was um, Voice Treaty Truth. Uh, would you like to just say a little bit about I think what you've been talking about is truth-telling and having a voice. I would turn it around, truth. We need to accept that truth. Without accepting that truth, you cannot have a voice. Because once you start that journey of accepting each other's truth, accepting the truth of the past, then you start that journey of talking together, walking together. Then that's that allowance of our voice. And that voice we know we want an agreement if that agreement leads to a treaty or that agreement but number one in that agreement it it, it leads to a discussion together it leads to the ability of creating and being innovative of how we want to be as aboriginal people as a human society into tomorrow as a ghana elder do you find that people are starting to accept the truth and and uh, move forward I know it's hard. Uh, the reality of that is crunch time is working together. It's not going to be immediate, but if you have the ability to work together, form partnerships, you form friendships. You know, that's the key. And not everyone there, but there are individuals, and it's individual by individual, or it's group by group. But having a discussion and, and, and allowing the ability to work together, allowing the business of engaging together is the mechanism. It's, it's how do we create these mechanisms. We, we know it's hard to get a uniform approach to that. We, we, we have that, certainly have that problem in, with our own Aboriginal community. But you know, our Aboriginal community, we need to be entrusted on, on, on taking that responsibility to our own community. We don't need to be, you know, the accord of, you know, this is the way the white men want to do it, do it. We need to, you know, be truthful in how we, how we accord that conversation with ourselves as Aboriginal people, you know. And that was Ghana Elder Geoffrey Newchurch speaking about the repatriation program for the Ghana community. And I'll keep you updated as to what is happening um, with the ceremony. And like Jeffrey said, it is open to the public. So if you are interested, um, we'll be sure to be updating any information we receive um, on the ceremony. We'll be putting it up on our Facebook page. That's Native Title SA. Time for some more music now. And here is Dallas Woods, nine times out of ten. Thank you. 
was Nathan May with his song Brighter Days and we've got time for one last song. I'd like to thank Ghana Elder Jeffrey Newchurch for taking time out of his schedule to come on the show and to tell us about the important work he's doing with the Ghana Repatriation Program and by bringing back the old people and laying them to rest. And this is Mojo Juju with her song Don't Stop Me Now. Thanks so much for listening and we'll catch you next week.